This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 1245. Four tips for band nine pronunciation. Welcome to the IELTS Energy podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Intonation and word stress are incredibly important for your IELTS pronunciation score. But wait, there's more. Today we answer a listener question about IELTS speaking that you won't want to miss. Hey, Aubrey, how you doing? I'm great. How are you, Jessica? I'm good. I am excited to work on some art projects tonight. I'm just really getting into my new hobby. <laughs> yes, I know. I luckily am able to follow Jessica on Facebook and she's doing this cool, I'll describe it for you. It's like wood burning and then you're painting it. And yes, show something. You guys I'll have to come to YouTube you. so you can see what come Jessica's doing. Come to YouTube doing. so you can see my new, uh, my new obsession. It's, it's wood burning. And so I burn Beautiful. pictures into wood and then I paint them. It's so, such a cool hobby. It's such a good creative so outlet. I love it. So that's why I'm excited. Uh, what's, why are you happy today, Aubrey? Hmm. We actually, <laughs> oh, this is kind of funny. We're getting turf on our lawn, which oh, cool. I think I talked to you about this a while ago. I was always the holdout for turf. Like I didn't yeah. want to do it. I want real grass. But they've asked us to stop watering grass here in Arizona because there's a drought. And it's, we just really don't have water to be watering grass. Yeah. So we're finally replacing grass with turf and just realizing if we want grass, we need to live somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the reality. That's in really the reality. Yep. Um, guys, this beginning conversation, we can connect it to IELTS because if you listen back and try to copy or mimic how we talk, that will improve your pronunciation. So there's just a little side note, another way to use the podcast, especially the beginning, like natural conversation that we have. Um, but that's what we're talking about today, guys, is very specific details about your pronunciation score. Yes, we got a really good question about this. And we're often telling students, you have to think about the pronunciation score. You have to think about intonation because so many of our students will find themselves focusing on vocabulary and grammar and sort mm -hmm. of forget about the pronunciation score, the fluency yeah. and coherence score. So we're doing a deep dive today, answering this question, providing details about this specific score that can help you on test day. Yeah, exactly. Because remember, guys, at the end of the day, it's all about the score. Right. That is it. That is all we focus on on IELTS Energy on this show is to give you guys the information you need to increase your IELTS scores. Nothing more, nothing less. Right. Um, because like even if you are a naturally timid or shy person, you speak softly, you don't you're not expressive in your first language. You know what? You can't do that on IELTS, even if it's not natural to you. You have to focus on your score. That's why you're there. So let me get to this question. So 
This is from Jonah Beck Jurave. Thank you for writing in. Um, if you guys have your own questions, send them to us, support at allearsenglish.com, and we may feature it on an episode. So um, this person says that, I'm, I'm going to say he, they, I'll say they. They have a natural knack for picking up new words and idioms. Awesome. Um, but here's his main question. So say, for example, he's using great vocab, like he says, hinge on instead of depend on. That's mm. a nice phrasal verb right there. Um, with that vocabulary and proper word stress and pronunciation features like intonation, does that guarantee a high band score? Okay, so great vocab, great pronunciation features. Does that guarantee a high band score in speaking? Unfortunately, no. Yeah. Right? There are four <laughs> separate scores that are all equally weighted and you have to do well on all four. Even if you have amazing band nine vocab, amazing band nine pronunciation. Awesome. You still need grammar and fluency. That fluency and coherence score. Those also have to score highly enough to average out your overall seven or higher. Yeah. So again, guys, it comes back to the score. Um, it's wonderful if you have fantastic vocabulary, right? That's great. So, okay, check off that box. Tick, you're good in that category. You still have three other categories to think about. Right? You can't just like depend on your strength and let that one thing carry you because just like Aubrey said, guys, remember your speaking score is an average of those four categories. It's not like fluency is given more weight than pronunciation or vice versa, right? They're all right. weighted equally. Exactly. So we are going to dive into that pronunciation score today, especially. This um, listener, speaker, was asking about these pronunciation features like intonation and word stress, but there's actually more to it than that. I've also had students say, I feel like I've got the intonation, the word stress down, and then I ask, well, what about these other features, right? That's that's not it. There's a lot that goes into that pronunciation score. We want to make sure you guys are aware of everything the examiner's listening for. Buenos dias, world, from the San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance. I'm Marco Wint. And I'm Rick Schwartz. And we're your hosts for Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife, a show from iHeartRadio Ruby Studio and the global conservation organization behind the San Diego Zoo and the San Diego Zoo Safari Park. Listen as we dive into the efforts here in San Diego and spotlight the heroes working worldwide to care for the species you know and love. Listen to Amazing Wildlife on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so let's talk about the exact things you are scored on in pronunciation. Um, first, guys, what it says is like pronunciation features, features of connected speech, for example, like what is connected speech? Um, connected speech is is actually five. I think it's it's five or six. I think it's five um, rules that govern the way our words change and become linked together when we are speaking. There are rules, for example, linking. So if one word ends in a consonant, the next word ends in a vowel like um, an apple. I don't separate them when I'm talking. I link them an apple, right? 
um, assimilation. Assimilation is when a sound changes, and Aubrey's going to give you an example of that in just a second. Um, and then there's elision. Elision is when a sound disappears. Like, we don't say comfortable. We say comfortable. That or it totally disappears. So these are the natural features that the examiner will notice. So let's do an example of assimilation, Aubrey. What's that? So one, one example is that native speakers, if one word ends in a t sound, like the letter T, and the next word starts with a Y, the letter Y, that becomes ch, ch like would write C-H. Mm -hmm. And so, for example, the words treat your or treat you, it's not treat you with a guy like a break and a hard T, right. that T-Y becomes ch. So if you're asked about pets on the IELTS exam and you want to say, it's vital to treat your pets well, you hear that ch between yeah. those words. And if the examiner hears you separate that and there's no assimilation and you say, it's vital to treat your pets well, your score is affected. It's not natural. Right? It's not natural. In order to get that band nine for pronunciation, you have to exhibit all of the features that we're talking about today. Um, if you exhibit most of them, you can get an eight. If you exhibit some very well, but not all of them, you get a seven. You know what I mean? Like we we talked recently, um, we did a deep dive into your grammar score. And it's the same, right? Like if you do like some things really, really well, you get a seven. If you do more things really, really well, you get an eight. If you do everything perfectly, you get a nine. It's like, it's the same kind of thing here. Um, so <laughs> one just note about that. We, we do um, use these features to change the way we text each other now. So for example, if you're encouraging a friend to do something nice for themselves, then we say like treat yourself, treat yourself, and it treat like it changes the way that we speak. That is assimilation, um, and you can totally talk like that on the exam. It's not informal. It's not um, like weird slang or inappropriate or anything like that. That is natural. That is how we talk. <laughs> yes, I okay. think it's a very common misconception that that's like a more informal way of speaking. Right. No, this is how we speak at work. This is how even the most formal speaking, we use all of these features. It's just the way that natural speech works in English. And remember, guys, all about the score. The examiner notices these things. More specifically, we notice the absence of these things. Yes. Like in the example you just said, you know, if I hear somebody said, treat your pets, that doesn't sound natural to me. There are no uh, pronunciation features there that sound right. natural. And that is specifically what you're scored on, guys. Um, all right, so that's the connected speech. A lot of features there. The examiner notices when they are not present. Um, intonation, so, oh, that's a big one, <laughs> of course. Yes. I just went, oh, <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Um, Aubrey, can you give us an example of a low-scoring intonation sentence and a high-scoring intonation sentence? Yes, we talk about this a lot on the podcast because we see students make mistakes here a lot and we feel like it's maybe the easiest one to raise your score if you if you know what you should be doing, right? So yeah. here's an example. If you're asked about, you know, a, a recent time you ate at a restaurant, a recent time you ate a dessert and you say, I ate a super decadent dessert last night. That's a very boring intonation. It's, so it's boring. quite monotone. There's no variety in your tone. Whereas this is band nine <laughs> intonation, right? 
I ate a super decadent <laughs> dessert last night. Right? I got so excited to hear your band night intonation before you even said it. I could see it. You were like giddy. You're like a little giddy school child. Like, oh, this is going to be so good. Um, if you are listening to this on a podcast player, thank you so much. Hit follow. And do remember that we are also on YouTube every episode, IELTS Energy TV. So you know what? You can see Jessica be super giddy. As you should see her face while she's waiting for my band nine example. You got to check it out, guys. It's too fun not to check out. Okay. Two more quick notes here on what the examiner needs to hear um, for your pronunciation score. And they're both about stress. So there's two different ways we talk about stress. The first is syllable stress or word stress. For example, um, band five or six, because you could still make errors here and get a six. I might hear a student say romantic movies. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. so weird. It, you're stressing the wrong syllable. So to get a band seven or higher, you need to correct the Correct. You need to stress the proper syllables and say romantic movies, for example. <laughs> yes, it's true, right? This is one of the another one of the most common errors we hear because yeah. if if you're sort of you have all these other things to think about, you're trying to use idioms, you're trying to use interesting vocabulary, it's very easy to forget to pay attention to to repeat the syllable stress the way you hear it when you listen to our podcast, listen to movies, right? It's easy yeah. to just sort of not pay attention to that at all right. and then say it differently than you hear natives say it. And that, again, it's just unnatural speech. Sticks out, sticks out yes. like a sore thumb. All right, the last thing, sentence stress, and I'm going to just put in the same category here, pausing, because mm. both of these things affect the natural rhythm of your sentences. So Here's an example with um, without sentence stress, without pausing, without rhythm. This would be uh, band five, band six, right? I've been working in the company for, let's say, five years. And it's just like blah, 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 blah. But if we're going to do that correctly, get a band seven or higher, then I would say I've been working in the company for, let's see, five years like you could definitely hear that some words are louder some words are softer and quicker there's pauses um and that's part of the whole rhythm yes and it's also problematic if your pauses are in the wrong place like imagine yeah. if the sentence were like i've been working in the company <laughs> for let's see five years <laughs> right then that's you're, like you're getting those pauses but in the run in an unnatural place Right. And so that does count against your fluency score, right? Pausing in the wrong place. That will totally. uh, decline your fluency score. Um, so guys, jam-packed episode today, full of, of advice. Thank you to uh, Jonah Beck Jurov. Thank you, listener. Uh, guys, send us your questions. Support at allearsenglish.com. And remember to hit follow wherever you're listening to us right now. All right. Awesome. Aubrey, um, we have some grammar talk coming up in the show tomorrow. I'm excited. Yes. Awesome. Looking forward to it. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.